carbonly conversation. Quick question. Is this the podcast? Are we doing the podcast right now? All right. Hola, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Carbonly Conversations with Shane and Chad. Hope everyone is enjoying their weekend so far. Definitely. Um, Hope so. Got a weekend. Another another conversation for you. Um, But before we dig into that, just want to remind everyone that we are a podcast where friends examine the intersection of community, lifestyles, and consumption in our lives. Um, we've created this in a hope to share our stories and curiosity to motivate actions to lessen our carbon footprint and use our platform to create a space for everyone out there listening and community members to share their carbonly journeys as well. Um, you can follow us on social media, Instagram, X, TikTok, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Like, follow, subscribe. Um, and then, you know, we appreciate all the support on the episodes. Um, so if you're new to this um, and you want to follow us or make sure that you're staying in tune with all of our episodes and previous episodes, just scroll down to the show notes, click on find and join the conversation, and that'll give you a link to whichever podcast app you use to listen. Um, that'll give you a link and make it easier for you to tune in. So. Well, we'll get today going. If Chad, if you want to introduce the topic here, I certainly do. Um, so, like we tend to do, we scroll through the news, we do a lot of thinking. And we're like, "Oh, this stands out," and I picked this one because it stands out as I, I think, a big important update in quality of life, and also like it's. It's infrastructure, it's large scale, it's federal government level of change. So I, I think we should cover it, but we, I think yeah. we should also have like a healthy debate about, you know, is this fit into our carbon like conversations and topic? Either way, we're going to cover it. Yep. So title of today's conversation is get the lead out dot, dot, dot of our water. So <laughs> just recently, the Biden administration and the EPA has proposed a requirement to replace all of the lead pipes within 10 years. And this made the rounds, you know, I found in the New York Times, there's other places reporting on it, especially the local news, because there's a lot of towns um, across the country that use lead pipes to get their water out and been kind of baked in because they were laid in the ground so long ago. Um, and as we'll find out with a little bit more, there might be more lead pipes or less lead pipes than we actually know because not everyone, every city has a good track record of how many pipes they have and what they're made out of. Okay. So why this matters and what this actually means. So it's a bold move to remove these lead pipes. So the Biden administration wants to set the toughest rules on lead and drinking water in 30 years, planning to replace around 9 million lead pipes across the nation as a response to the health crisis in Flint, Michigan. We won't double click too far in there, but multiple years back, the entire county and city of Flint had to drink bottled water um, because 
the contamination of lead in their water was so high that it was beyond responsible to let anyone drink it for a bunch of like mistakes and problems and issues that we don't have time to get into. But there's plenty of news coverage out there if you're you're curious to to double click back in it. Yep. And like anything, nothing in this world is free. Um, of course, this plan comes with a big price tag. Um, so the EPA estimates that swapping out the lead pipes nationwide will cost cost anywhere between 20 to 30 billion um, over 10 years. And while most of the costs will fall on utilities and consumers, there's 15 billion available from 2021 infrastructure infrastructure law um, to help out. So that may cut down about half of the cost there. Yeah, I mean, it's already money set aside that we said we're going to spend, um, hence budgets. So some of the value here, health risks and money saved. So lead is dangerous, especially for kids, which causes lasting harm. It has a lot to do with our brains and our ability to process and think, um, and lead gets in the way of doing that. So the EPA predicts annual economic benefits anywhere from 9.8 to $34 billion um, due to fewer health problems underlying the value of the proposal in the long run. And one of the one of the hot topics within this topic is the amount of lead. So kind of changing the standard with criticisms. Um, so the Biden administration wants to reduce the allowed amount of lead in drinking water from 15 to 10 parts per billion. Um, we'll let the scientists explain that more, but um, some health experts aren't satisfied with that number. Um, they're pushing for an even lower standard, emphasizing that any level of lead is risky. So, Definitely. And this is a big, bold plan, which means it has big benefits and also has big challenges. So this plan tackles lead exposure, especially in communities facing health disparities. Um, think low income, think black brown versus white affluent suburbs. Like another way to put it is if you live in a hundred year old building with hundreds of year old streets versus a new sub development out in the suburbs, there's a higher probability that you got old pipes and services providing the water, the natural gas, like anything coming in and out of your building. Whereas if you're living in a new homestead that's 50 years old or less, like there's a really good chance that there's hot new safety, like like everything that comes with the benefit of building things too. Yeah. So it's not easy. So costs are rising. Supply chains are a problem. And as we mentioned earlier, like not every city has complete records. I mean, I used to live in Louisville, some of you guys recall. And while we were there, they did, they were doing a major water pipe overhaul through some major lines. And I remember reading an article one morning that in a junction, they found a wooden pipe that was still being used. That was like 120, 130 years old. And I'm sure That's it was crazy. leaking, you know, but it was still yeah. like from an original and they had no clue that was down there. Didn't know that was what they wow. were going to find. They knew they had to replace it. So it's like just so many things. Anyways, so the EPA wants to utilize this process to replace lead pipes at about a rate of 10% each year over the next de decade. But there is a loophole allowing them to skip the cost of replacing lead lines on private property. I.e. it's kind of like on the, the property owner. 
So Shane, like, how does this make you feel? Is this even a carbonly topic? Um, I definitely think it's important. And I think there's, I think with most topics, there's ways to type in, tie it in with being more sustainable, being more carbonly. Um, I guess some things that pop up immediately are, you know, you would think that newer pipes are more sustainable because they're going to last a little bit longer. They're going to probably, I would think, hope, help prevent leaks and things like that. Um, so that, you know, reduces the amount of wasted water, um, reduces the amount of times that the ground has to be dug up and um, all of the manpower and things that come from that. Um, and then to tie it in with like the Flint, Michigan issue, I mean, it, it would, I would think, cut down on people would feel safer for drinking tap water, um, which may in turn cut down on the amount of bottled water that they're purchasing. I, I'm with you on those things, like, especially too in the carbon lay of like the sense of if we can all trust our water source. And especially yeah. in a less developed or ignored neighborhood. So yeah, like what? How many plastic water bottles are gonna not be needed or demanded? And then like the waste of it, like the dripping of water lines and having new water. Having new water lines doesn't mean a hundred percent they'll never leak, but true, they're gonna do a lot better than what they're doing now, right? And I think the outside of the health benefits, which to me is just the right thing to do. Like shouldn't even argue with this. Like I get the actual application of this law and making it happen. It's hard, yeah. but hard things are important to do well. That's what makes us America. So like buckle up, let's, let's do this. But I think the, the investment, right? Like, so if you're going to replace all these lines, a lot of times there's other things along the water line. So what else can you update? Like you can mm. build a bigger interchange. You can produce, like imagine living in a house where the water pressure sucks all the time, you know, like there's added value to this over time um, that everyone will benefit from. Like as some of those economic projections are there, I think most of that comes from like the health cost of having lead in our water supply or just anywhere near our ourselves and how expensive it is for healthcare to like take care of that. Right. So I definitely think there's a big overlap of carbonly conversations and topics. This is a, a big thing to chew and I'm chew on and I'm sure because it says Biden and infrastructure and spending tax dollars like like it's not as bipartisan as it probably could be or maybe we some of us might think it should. Yeah. So I think barring any other comments like we did find some local news stations that were covering this topic too and we wanted to bring that voice um to our carbon light listeners um so you don't have to go find it on your own if you're interested in this yep. sound good shane sounds good let's share some screens okay <laughs> all lead pipes all over the country in the next 10 years. According to one group, Missouri and Kansas have more of those pipes than anywhere else in the country. KNBC9's Matt Evans is working to get you answers about what this could mean for both states. The EPA saying the big goal here is to make sure they remove as Love. much lead from drinking water all across the country <laughs> as possible. 
Lead pipe disaster has sort of been a slow rolling crisis for decades now. While lead service lines were outlawed nationwide in the 1980s, those that were already in the ground were allowed to remain. It's basically like drinking through a lead straw. The Natural Resources Defense Council estimates that Missouri has one of the highest concentration of lead pipes in the country, somewhere near 330,000. Expect Kansas to have about 160,000. EPA estimates for both states are much lower, but the reality is nobody knows exactly how many lead pipes remain underground. No, we have no idea. Um, that's one of the reasons why the lead and copper rule revisions had the provisions to do lead service line inventory. So we I thought that was a good one to really cover the, the range of like how much do we do know and don't know. And then like especially from that Missouri, Kansas point of view, like they think they might have the most. So yeah. if you're a resident, you're a carbon lay listener, like this impacts you. Like, yeah. and the show me state usually votes red. Like, so they would get a lot of added benefits. So like, not that we're, I mean, we all have political viewpoints here, but I think let's move beyond those to, to like make this right. happen. Right. Yeah. So, and it, just knowing, um, kind of one thing that comes to mind is you had mentioned earlier is like, they don't plan on covering the cost for like private property, which doesn't surprise me at all, but it it just started like, I just started like adding up how much money that would probably cost for <laughs> citizens to, to have that done on their property. Cause I, I recently had some plumbing work done in my bathroom and I know how, how costly that was. So just thinking about like actually having to dig up the whole yard and get all of that replaced. I don't even want yeah, to. Yeah. But at the same time, like what is your health worth? Like yeah. I get like some people can't afford it and couldn't even get the loans and with interest rates as high as they are. Like I am passionately empathetic and at yeah. the same time. I mean, how do I say this without being really crass? The city system manager that didn't know those pipes that you just bought sucked. And you mm -hmm. find out after purchasing that that process is broken too. Like we, we need a clear map. And what was it like? Blood pipes after 1980. Like, oh, okay. Like, I guess you yep. can stay. Like. Yep. And. It's just from that video, like some, some things that, you know, have to be thought of with this 10 year plan is there's a lot of obstacles, um, that come into play that'll make it more difficult to replace all of these lead pipes. Um, that's including the rising cost, supply, supply chain problems, yeah, um, labor, labor shortages. So actually finding companies to, to have the manpower to help out um, with this project. And, um, and like you said earlier, just the incomplete or the missing building records, like how do we even, you know, in some situations, if there's no building records, it's like, well, is it worth taking the risk of digging all of this up and then come to find out that the, the pipes aren't as old as, as what was thought you know, just th different things like that. But then you also risk mm -hmm. if you leave them in because you don't know that that makes a, that adds to the risk of contaminating 
the water that still goes through some of the updated piping if it's going through this old piping, you know, so. I I hear you. Let, let's hear what um Chicago has to say, because I think one of their local channels covered this, too. As part of a pilot program in La Vita, Pena says the new Biden administration proposal to eliminate lead service lines nationwide <laughs> is a step that can change communities for the better. Really great effort if the EPA is passing that regulation uh, requirement. I think that's super. It should have been done. So I'm happy for the rest of the people that haven't had the service done. Key provisions in the change to the EPA's lead and copper rule are achieving 100% lead pipe replacement within 10 years, locating legacy lead pipes and improved tap water sampling, among others. But for cities with more than 100,000 residents, like Chicago, that has more than 400,000 lead water lines, the rules and realities are much different. Realistically, um, you know, doing uh, 40,000 um, lead service lines a year um, is, is most likely physically impossible. Um, despite the fact that we don't have enough contractors, plumbers, or funding to do um, it at that pace. So, first off, like, clearly the woman that, like, was first there is, like, her home got updated and upgraded through a free program to test this out. And then mm -hmm. you have, like, one of the, the city of Chicago's, like, municipality directors saying, like, that's 40,000 pipes every yeah. year. We can't, we physically can't, we don't have, there's enough people working in this industry to do that, yeah. that rate. Um, I mean, we just mentioned in an episode or two ago, like, this looks like a carbonly business plan. Like, get the lead out. Like, you could just literally call yourself, get the lead out. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're like pro plumbing contractor of the year because you've replaced yeah. X amount of, yeah, what is that, That's... the, the. This affects about 9 million pipes across the country is what they're they're estimating at. So Chicago just said they have 400,000 pipes. Missouri across the state said they have 330,000 pipes. Like, it's a lot. I don't know. It's a lot. And like they said, yeah, manufacturing, just manufacturing all that, that pipe, that's it's a lot. It'll take a while, but yeah. Okay, one more here from Baltimore. We'll get on the East Coast here instead of like get it out of the Midwest. And this poor guy, we froze him right here. So, be <laughs> inspected for lead in the city and county. Baltimore City DPW has said that even if they find a lot of lead pipes in the Baltimore area, it won't matter because of the way DPW treats water with chemicals to control corrosion. But this line in the EPA's new proposal is at odds with that explanation from DPW. Quote, while corrosion control is generally effective at reducing lead to low levels, elimination of lead service lines can result in even greater public, public health protection by eliminating a lead exposure source and minimizes opportunities for error that have often occurred over the years. So, there you go. Um, clearly, this is a known problem, so they have some kind of treatment plan. Yeah. is like, hey, treatment plans don't always work. You forget. And it's not as good as getting rid of them completely. Yeah. Um, what I, I thought was like why I played that clip is Baltimore's like kind of admitting like they're not even sure if they have any lead pipes or no lead pipes other than they're treating them in case they do. Like, which I found kind of odd. Um, it's an, also an older city. So yeah. like unpack that, unpack Chicago. Like, And I mean, what are, what is treating 
I would imagine whatever they're using. Water treat, treat it's treating them. the water. Yeah. It's probably it's, not that's that shit great for us to drink either. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But one thing you can do, um, I, I would recommend people, you can go to Google, type in your city and maybe search like free water test. There's a lot of, I've done a water test that was free through like Home Good Depot. Um, so you, there's some free options as far as testing your water at home. So that, that would be the first step for everybody, um, to try that out and see. Yeah, I guess that's a good call out. And I would just wrap it up. It's like, it's not just about replacing the pipes. Like that is a hard thing to do. There's a lot of like ramp up to do that. It's also a step towards more sustainable and environmentally responsible future. Yep. By addressing this lead pipe issue, I'd say we're not only safeguarding public health, but taking a significant stride in building some resilient um, and sustainable eco-friendly communities. Um, I guess the bigger question to our audience is, how do you see initiatives like this contributing to a broader sustainable and environmental vision You know, for where you live, for I live, and for all of our carpentry neighbors? Yep. Yep. So... Big topic. Definitely. Important one. Hope everyone enjoyed this conversation. Definitely. With that, have an amazing rest of your week. Adios.